We're back. Episode 16, the whole Milk League podcast. Milk. 16. <laughs> you got AJ. What's the problem, people? It's AJ back at it again with another podcast. And the semi co host, DB. Hey, man, whatever. I take it. <laughs> uh, we're, DB just cracked a Bud Light. Um, I'm actually going to be drinking a milk stout in honor of the. <laughs> Milk podcast. No. Hey man, everyone who's <laughs> listening to this, milk, milk. yell at Ryan next time you see him for saying milk. Oh yeah, that'll be a, the first time I've ever heard it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> All right, what are we talking about today, boys? Uh, we're kicking it off with some NBA playoffs, NBA finals talk. Got the Warriors and the Raptors squaring up. Uh, it's three two heading back to Oakland. Pouring out for the boy. He's oh, literally pouring just, my light out. I mean, it's just water down the drain. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, if you didn't watch last night, KD suffered an apparent Achilles injury. I haven't released it yet. A lot of people think it's a tear. Shout out the Twitter doctors out there who, you know. I mean, you can see his whole Hindsight leg reverberate. It's fitty fitty. Shout out Cam Newton. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you guys think? Is it going six, going seven? Who's winning? I mean, as a Warriors fan, obviously Warriors in seven. Come on now. Steph Curry is the greatest thing we've seen since Kyrie Irving. Yeah. <laughs> that same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, have, I have Raptors in six. Although I, I, I enjoy watching the Warriors play. I just think that they've been – the Raptors have just been too much with KD not on the floor. So – uh, I think I'll go Raptors in seven. Um, I could see the Warriors coming out next game strong still, but they gotta find some shooting, man. I it was great to see KD out there for a change because you could see what happens when you have a viable small forward out there who can actually shoot. They're out there playing with guys like Alfonso McKinney and Andre Iguodala, and to a lesser extent uh, Sean Livingston, and it's just like there's no shooting. Yeah. Durant well, was three for three from three. Eleven points in twelve Clay, minutes. Clay's still shooting well from three. Clay and Steph are it. They need that third guy. KD just changes the mat- matchup so drastically that even if he's not fully healthy, having him on the floor is very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think the Warriors are going to be able to score enough to win two games. So. I- uh, I'm not. I'm not necessarily opposed. It's going to take a lot from the greatest back, this greatest shooting backcourt we've ever seen. But I mean, they can do it. Yeah, no, if anyone can. It's going to be all it is a couple chipping threes from people on the bench, like people like you need Quinn Cook Jarebko, to not suck. Quinn Cook, or, yeah. yeah. And I, I can't even expect Jerobko to not suck. He sucks so bad <laughs> the entire time. I'm just. He's just. A, yeah. He's a lost cause. If, if Quinn Cook could like, if he could like grab four trays and like get up to twenty points somehow. <laughs> He can just do uh, his best Van Vliet impression. That would yeah. be all we need. That's all he has to do. But, you know, I can see him easily going 0 for 8 from 3 in game 6 and being the reason they lose just like Harrison Barnes was a couple years ago. Yeah, and then just, I don't know, like they just got to, uh, they're the Warriors' three players that they care about now, Steph and Clay and Draymond, just have to not get in as much foul trouble. I mean, they just can't, if, if Clay and Draymond are trying to body up Kawhi the whole game, they're going to get Trouble, I feel like. Clay's shooting 57% from three right now. Jesus. That's insane. <laughs> he was hitting some gross shots yesterday. Just step backs, just drill. He was, there was one, he got the ball in the paint, almost lost it, dribbled out of the paint to, so that he was only up against one dude and just pulled in that dude's face and mm. banged it on that. Yeah. Clay's been out there doing some special things. I'll give him that. Someone has to step up for the Warriors that's not one of the people that we're expecting. And for the Raptors, one of those people has to go in choke mode. Kyle Lowry, most likely. To, full, to choke. full. Oh, Kyle definitely Lowry. would be Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, you know, Kawhi. I think he only had two points in the third last night, but he was averaging thirty some points. You know, if he if he comes out and does thirty six and twelve again, like I mean, you're not nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just I don't think the Warriors can put it together for two games. The Raptors didn't shoot very well last night. Um, so you'd expect them to bounce back. It's weird. So in the two games that they've lost, they have shot just absolutely awful. And then, but in the three games they've won so far, they have shot like completely lights out. There have not been any games where they've been like kind of middle tier shooting forty something percent. They either shoot like sixty or they shoot like twenty five. There's no real middle, and that's that's interesting to see. I, I question the Warriors' defense right now at this point. They just have a couple of good individual defenders. I don't think that they're a good defending unit with what they have right now. 
with all these backup centers they've had to throw away, with Looney being in and out of every game. Uh, Looney's probably not going to play anymore. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Steph's a decent defender. Clay is like an elite defender, and Draymond's pretty good. Draymond's the best uh, post defender in the he's, league. I mean, he's, I mean, he's good. <laughs> I, mean, he's got, I, I, don't, I think Clay is a better individual defender than Draymond, just from a defending standpoint. But they're, they're both very good, but like, who else on their team is good? Is a good defender, can you say? I mean, Iguodala is a good defender. He's I, fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's Livingston's like, Livingston. Yeah. Livingston's just long, yeah. I think. And then without Kevon Looney, I mean, they have like no paint presence. There's mm-hmm. no one. There's no one down there to block, like to even do anything with the layups. Because Jordan Bell, Jordan Bell is so disappointing to me because he's so athletic and he is just, God, he just looks lost out there all the time. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Looks lost out there. He, and Bogut put it, can put in as many. Uh, alley oop tap ins as as he wants, hey, but if, I mean he he can get I mean he can still challenge at the rim a little bit, but if they could get 12, 13 points out of Andrew Bogut uh, like tap ins yeah and some boards out of that I I mean that could be enough to win game six they be. it's just they got to get hidden they got to get I heard somewhere today we were talking about that Clay and Steph are going to get about sixty to sixty five points. You just gotta find another forty points from somewhere from the rest of the team, yeah. and that includes Draymond and Iguodala. Yeah. So like, true. you should be able you should be able to find another forty something points in there. Yeah. And if they can do that, they're gonna be able to beat the Raptors. Because yeah. other than the one game where the Raptors scored one hundred twenty five or one hundred thirty five, whatever they scored, Jesus. Most of them have been like the, the low hundreds. Yeah. Right? These these games have been very. This has been a very nineties s series. Except for the fact that the Warriors don't do anything but shoot threes. Like, the scores have been relatively low. Oh, and now... He, what you got, Ryan? You're looking at some... Oh, uh, it was pretty good. He was pretty clear that I, he, I couldn't have this beer, but now he wants me to taste it. It I just says s'mores on it. It's the only one I have. That's, you know, but I want to spread the joy, because I've never had it. That's really good. I mean, it's just like... It tastes like chocolate. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> 10%. It's 10%. That'd be awesome. Uh, I would get drunk off of that and be sick afterwards. It um, <laughs> it smells like a s'more, like a campfire, mm-hmm. but it tastes like. Did you ever have that cereal that was called s'mores? Oh yeah, yeah. It tastes like because they're so milky. It tastes it's, like you just like put. Like, it tastes like you're drinking that milk. Yes, Southern <laughs> Tier. Yeah. Yeah. I think Southern Tier is from Michigan. Nitro s'mores. Maybe they'll uh, sponsor us. Please, guys. Nitro mm-hmm. what? We'll do s'mores. whatever. We'll do s'mores. whatever. S'mores. I don't know. You, you that, is some, that one weird? You threw some extra syllables in there. Anyways. Yeah. I couldn't um, drink a full one of that. That's it, so It's rich. very rich. Okay, so we talked about what happened in the last game, and we talked about what we think is going to happen. What is this going to do? What do you think about, like, the legacies of the people involved? So, like, we're talking Steph, Clay, and the whole Warriors dynasty thing, and, like, Kawhi. Because I could care less about the rest of the Raptors. You, you're talking about free agency future? Or no, or? I'm talking about like their legacies. Like how we're going to look at them at the end of this. Steph, with, Clay, and Kawhi? Yeah. Uh, Kawhi, I mean, especially if they win this, he's had two. He's going to have taken two teams to the finals. Three and teams. he'll also have an MVP. Yeah. Sorry. Which is impressive. And if he goes to the Clippers, they're going to be a nice team next year. Or even uh, if he stays in Toronto. and I, I mean, I, I don't think that this is going to tar, uh, tarnish the legacy of anyone in the on the Warriors, really? I don't. I mean, just I mean, what were they gonna do? I mean, my, they, they, they didn't have their full team together. Well, here's my biased take on that, but I don't. I don't know how. Com- well, no, and I don't know how common of a thought it is, but it's probably a fairly common one. If it's they, what I think it is, to me, it's Clay, Draymond, Steph has been the Warriors team that I. You know, the Warriors as an organization, they built that team wonderfully. They got lucky, but they built it wonderfully. The Steph getting injured and the cap expanding and whatnot. Um, they beat the Cavs. The Cavs took them to six without Love and Kyrie. They they lost. They <laughs> lost the finals the next year. The following year, K, KD shows up. They win two with KD, and KD gets hurt, and they lose. So, I would say if they if the Steph Draymond Clay has one championship against an injured team, I think it hurts their legacy. But as an individual players, I mean Steph's still going to be a top um, legacy. Yeah. I'm thinking about like 50 years from now. I don't think I don't anyone, think. I don't think but also, I don't think anyone's gonna care when KD was and wasn't on the Warriors. Yeah, so the idea that Steph Clay and Draymond are gonna only have one title is absurd to me because um, that I mean I don't they only they only lost because Harrison Barnes was terrible. Like <laughs> it's really, really the only that. reason they lost. Otherwise, they were fine. Otherwise, they yeah. all played well. Hell, look, uh, Draymond had thirty-seven points in that. But I've heard a lot of talk about how people who as always, they like to compare LeBron to Steph for some strange reason. Really? 
But yeah, they're all talking. There's a lot of people talking about how Steph can't do it. Steph can't win it. Steph can't do it all by himself. He can't put it on his back. And I've heard a lot about that. And I'm just, I was wondering what you guys' take would be on, like, was on that. I don't think Steph drags teams to the finals like LeBron drags some of those Cleveland teams. Um, yeah, that 07 I mean, team. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah, I mean, but Le- LeBron had a lot more opportunities to do that. So, well, he also had a lot of shittier competition. Oh. Yeah. Yes and no. I just, I, I just don't think like LeBron to me at will can just go score fifty, and I just don't think Steph can. I don't. I don't think, I don't think LeBron can position. either. Not anymore. I don't know. I, I don't think LeBron ever really. Could. I think I think Steph probably could if he wanted to, but I, I don't. I, I it's it's hard for me to talk about it just because Steph and Clay have been in my mind like a conjoined unit for so long like yeah. I, I think of it through them like I mean Draymond's been great I mean as much as you know I, I don't like Michigan State and I don't like him as mm. a person but he's a good basketball player and I I guess, I guess I'm for the second okay okay you're good you're good, you're good. but yeah <laughs> it's, it's just like those two guys in my mind I just like it's hard to to put them up against any other two players I mean like you don't want to be uh, drastic and put them like a with Pippen and Jordan or something like that but I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to compare any one Warriors player to LeBron unless you're just talking about who's better at basketball than it would be KD, like up up against. They're just not Steph and Clay are just not comparable players to LeBron. So it's not LeBron's never going to shoot like Steph. And yeah, I I mean LeBron's LeBron's a a freak of nature. So that's that's just like a a totally different conversation. But I think, I mean, obviously people are going to be talking about LeBron years from now is one of the best players of all time, but I still think that I don't think that you'll find once he retires a top five NBA shooters of all time list without Steph and without people being well, Steph will have to be the Steph, greatest shooter. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then yeah. people being like also honorable mention, they're on the same team, Clay yeah. Thompson. Like our kids are you know what? Or, or people's kids of our age if yeah. we don't have kids. <clears throat> we'll be talking about like how great shooters <laughs> Damn we're, we're so alone. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think the kids are gonna look back and be like, they're gonna be. It's gonna be wild to people in the future that Clay Thompson and Steph Curry were not only in the league at the same time, but on the same team in their prime. Yeah, for the almost their time. entire career. Like that. Yeah. That's gonna be wild. You think yeah. Clay stays? I we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I got I yeah. got some for that actually. But there's, well, yeah. We we could also do that a post a post finals a free agency. Huh? Uh, we could do a f- free agency episode after the finals. Oh, I have a prediction thing right here. Oh, oh I, okay. I, I literally have the list of the only all the important ones right here. That's, That's true. The last one's debatable. I, I, I again, again there's a significant <laughs> drop off. It, it comes actually a little bit earlier, yeah, right after yeah. Chris Middleton. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't even. I don't even think Chris Middleton's all that great. Oh, Chris Middleton. Hey, Chris Middleton. I've had him on back-to-back fantasy teams, and I just feel like he did nothing. So, so here's the thing. We're going to get into... But then I looked at his cumulative stats, and they were good. Like, he's, but he's, just he's like individual the game, game basis. Do <laughs> we're going to do something in the second, uh, the second part of this. Or, yeah, the second part of this. But we're, I'm looking at free agency, and uh, honestly, I think there's not going to be nearly as much movement as people think there's going to be. But, you yeah. know... Hey. I, I think that rail, it, it's just fun to imagine people on other teams. Oh. I, I feel like there's not a whole lot of movement. In general, yeah, and if it is, you hear about it for hours on Sports Center every day. Yeah, so yeah, the, we're just going to go right into the free agency for the NBA. Some uh, destinations we think players might end up, or we think would be fun if they ended up there. Uh, I, I, I got this. No, so, so one of the media people I follow put out a free agency prediction card, and it had a bunch of the top free agents. I think there's a, I think there's 15 of them on there. And it's just uh, just a little prediction to see like where we think guys are going. Um, it's not really too much, and it's changed. For I, my guess, it's changed a lot of people with uh, Kevin Durant's injury because he uh, was the number one on there. But I actually didn't think he was leaving anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But we'll run through a couple of these. Um, some of them that I thought were like good. So I had Kevin Durant to Golden State and Kawhi Leonard. I had Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, and Klay Thompson all staying. Kyrie Irving to uh, to Brooklyn. Uh, Chris Middleton to the Lakers, uh, D. Russ or D'Angelo Russell to Philadelphia, and the sneaky one that I thought was uh, Jimmy Butler going back to the New York Knicks, or not back, but to the New York Knicks because I mean it does me it makes me feel good to see all the Knicks fans just really upset about this Kevin Durant shit, and I would just be so happy if they just got just Jimmy Butler and 
Just we're terrible next year. <laughs> That's fair. You want to hit it? No, go ahead. Uh, I don't, I kind of I agree with some of it and some of it I don't. But I, I haven't really put a lot of thought into this. I don't really know the salary cap situation or whatever. But I think obviously now KD staying in Golden State would make sense. I thought even before the injury it would make sense. I think Kawhi staying in Toronto makes sense. Uh, a lot of people have him going to the Clippers or like some other teams. I just I think that the the way, especially if Toronto wins the finals, I think that they're going to really try and keep him and bring him back. Uh, I like Clay and Golden State. I think the only place that he would consider going is the Lakers, other than Golden State, um, just to be like another shooter. He would on be the outside such for, a good match for, for LeBron. LeBron, but. Um, but as always, fuck LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and that's like, I feel like wherever Anthony Davis goes kind of throws a wrench in this too because, like, that takes someone else out of the game. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, other than the Lakers, I like Clay and Golden State. Uh, Kyrie in Brooklyn and Jimmy Butler in New York. I mean, sure, I guess. <laughs> I, I, just, I just feel like there's other places those, uh, those players could go. Chris Middleton to the Lakers, that would be a nice, like, secondary uh, player if they don't get Klay Thompson. Uh, what, who else do I have in here? I, I think Kemba Walker is, like, one of the most underrated players in the NBA. A lot I of would, players list him as one of, like, the hardest guard. Yeah. Hardest two guards. I, I, I would love to see Kemba go somewhere with, like, with a big contender. Like, if, if they're going to – if this is the order that they think that these people are good in the NBA, he's, like, ninth on this list. And, I mean, I, I love – D'Angelo Russell and Nikola Vucevic and Chris Middleton's fine, but I would put Kemba ahead of those guys, like just on the pure skills. Like if he's going to end up going that cheap, like I would love to see the Pacers pick him up, even though we already have a spot for that. But yeah, I don't know. I would I would love. DB said something about D'Angelo Russell going to the Pacers, and that would be amazing. We've been a guard for a decade, so. Um, I think Kevin Durant leaves. Um, from this is just from the uh, Road Trippin' podcast, which is I think they're with it four teams now, maybe. But the feeling I've gotten is that the players in the league feel that he is not happy not getting the credit on the rings. So I don't yeah. trust anything that the players in the league say because they know these are also well, no, 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 they don't know better because these are the same people who was hating on him for going to the Warriors. They have a vested interest in him not being on yeah, the Warriors. That's, that's no true. More. I don't know, especially. I just, Especially the motherfuckers on the road tripping podcast because they was on the Cavs who got waxed. No, no, no. By him. Um, it's Portland, Golden State, Cleveland, and Sacramento now all do pod, oh. road tripping pods. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so okay. Evan Turner does one up with Portland. Um, yeah, see, well, yeah, these are all this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> these are all uh, people with Sacramento a Sacramento is Quinn Cook, I think. Quinn Cook plays for the Sixers or plays for the Warriors. Oh, so war. Okay, Quinn Cook does the Warriors one. Uh-oh. What? what? <laughs> I forget who does the <laughs> Kings one. Uh, anyways, I don't know. I think I think Durant leaves. Uh, Kawhi. Uh, I'll say Clippers on him. Uh, Clay, either yeah, Golden State or Lakers. I agree with you. Uh, Kyrie. I haven't heard about the Brooklyn talk. I, oh, you've I, been out the. You've been very much out the loop. That uh-huh. was a, that's been a thing all week. I've got money. Huh? They got money. Yeah, no, they uh they made a trade this week so that they could they traded um I don't remember who they traded. They traded someone on their team for oh they traded Allen Crab. No, they traded yeah, they traded Allen Crab Allen Crab to Atlanta (laughs) with the with the seventeenth pick so they could clear cap space so that they could get two match players. This Nitro S'mores is really good. I just want to re emphasize this. It's very chocolatey. Um Jimmy Butler I still don't know if I like him or dislike him yet. But <laughs> as a person or as a basketball player? Both. No, I love him as a basketball player. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, as, no, as, as a person, he's probably trash. Uh, he's, I can't tell. There's, every, there's so many conflicting reports about whether, whether he's... Well, he always starts the shit. It's whether or not he's justified in starting the shit. He's a, he, he made the greatest Jeff of all time, which I'll, I'll, I'll put in no, the group. Yeah. My, <laughs> my favorite one is it... Odom sitting on the bench. What the one where the guy's just like, oh, Alonzo Mourning. Was Alonzo Mourning? GM was the son of Odom. Who <laughs> was on crack? <laughs> That's the one thing I think. Um, oh, man. Yeah, 
I'm tapped out. Shut on rest. I don't. What about Boogie to Phoenix? What's the talk there? I they're yeah, trash. I just needed to send Boogie Cousins somewhere. <laughs> He's in the, that's, that, that's the old um, from five years ago. Is Josh Smith to the to the Pistons? Yeah. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> <dumb>. <laughs> you gotta go somewhere. Just Miles well go what is he? Five mil? Five mil for Boogie's not a bad deal. No, Boogie's gonna be out for a regular deal next year because he's on the he's playing. Yeah, under they have the Aiden. He's mid-level. already better than Boogie Cousins. He's playing under the mid level exception this year. Well, so I mean, yeah, he's not gonna be a starter. He's not gonna be a star or nothing like that. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just but I mean, you throw him out there. With, uh, this is the same team that had Dragon Bender and Alex Lynn. All right, Man, they need. They've been looking for solid big men yeah. for a long time. Something now. like that. They like like the Mavericks, maybe. Yeah, they got this, Porzingis and Luca. He's gonna go somewhere. He uh, that torn quad really screwed him up because yeah. he thought he was gonna be able to come back, be good, and he was he's pretty fine. good. I mean, he was pretty good, but like when he tore his quad, it's really it's destroyed his ability, his mobility. Like yeah, he, he can't he can't those. jump, he can't really do anything right now. Yeah. So I I think he can uh I think he can go somewhere next year. Try to just go to a terrible team, average twenty and ten on one and a half legs, and get a max deal maybe next year. Not a max deal, but something close to the max. Something that, like, what Timothy Myers got got from uh, the Lakers a couple years ago. Which was $70 million over four years or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Going to keep the uh, sports talk going. I'll kick it off with some breaking news, which is the Raiders will be featured on Hard Knocks this year. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, and I can't think of a better situation. Yeah, you have to. Uh, you got AB, you got Vontez, you got Gruden, you got Richie Incognito. Never you know, you never know if Beast Mode will make an appearance. It's going to be a lot Josh of fun. Josh Jacobs, the first-round rookie out oh, there running. Man. But it's going to be fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, I've never watched uh, Hard Knocks, but hey. That's going to be That's at least going to be interesting. I watched yeah. a little of the Bengals one, and then I watched all the Browns one. It's... I don't know. I'll probably check it out and just hope something crazy happens. It's really good to get to know your own team because they feature a lot of smaller players. Um, but, like, A.B. will probably barely even pop up in it. So A.B. is yeah. going to be all over that. They're going to throw the cameras out there, and A.B. is going to get his ugly ass out there as much as he can. Guaranteed. Well, he's, so just not, he's not going to put his face up in the camera, but he'll just be doing shirtless crunches in the background. They just <laughs> he'll go off every shot. He'll make sure that to move a spot. He's like, oh, the camera, camera's out there. All right. Okay. <laughs> They just they like to drum up sob stories and stuff. That's what I was saying. They might not focus on them. So yeah, um, he's gonna be. I can almost guarantee he's gonna be. If if I was producing Hard Knocks, he would be at least one of the storylines. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, but I mean, guaranteed. He'll be like just under half of it. I would say thirty percent, forty percent. Yeah, a lot, a lot of AB, but yeah, a lot of Derek Carr, a lot of John Gruden saying weird stuff in, in, <laughs> in uh, meetings. The, the ones I want to see are like where big free agents move or. Like rookie quarterbacks are slated to be starters. Yeah. Those are the ones I want to see. So, well, they had, last year they had Baker Mayfield on there, and they basically hit him. I thought. Yeah, well, he wasn't because he was so set on Tyrod being the starter, so they just didn't mm-hmm. even show him. Um, it's unfortunate. Well, you know what? Fuck Baker Mayfield. The, so. the one that was interesting was uh, Chubb last year. They showed him the opening opening episode of the airport, and then he never showed up again, as if he was <laughs> really? like, like he was running from the cameras or something. That was. <laughs> Well, they still yeah. had Carlos Hyde and uh, David or Duke Johnson at that yeah. time, so yeah. he was like he was a third. God, you're not the only person to mix that up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like the David Duke Johnson. Thing. You know what? To be <laughs> fair, <laughs> to be fair, David Johnson played like he was Duke Johnson last year. Ooh, Johnson don't was... do disrespect Duke Johnson Man. like that. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Man, say he's doing conditioning. He's getting ready for all this reps he's going to get this oh, year, David Johnson. Man. But uh, yeah, we're gonna. Trying to start diving back into fantasy, we're going to start with, uh, we got some fantasy QB rankings, some early fantasy QB rankings. Uh, AJ has this weird, like... I was about to say, from, bu- from me, okay, yeah, AJ, I, no one else is sticking their neck out. Uh, these are my rankings that y'all are just... AJ, AJ has these rankings, and I'm about to criticize it's the hell out of them. written in, like, a binder from The Shining or something, but... It's also, like, from, like, an... Accounting class. I don't have Word on my laptop. If I didn't know all the quarterbacks in the league, I would have no idea what any of this said because you can barely read any of it. Yes, I mean, that's that's the part of it. I'm trying to conserve paper. I don't have a lot of... He's trying to conserve paper, so he's writing terribly. So, please donate. AJ needs either a Microsoft Word account for, you know, whatever, 100 bucks or a binder for 10 cents. So, (laughs) please donate. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, AJ, you want to get? Uh, which way should we do this? You want to go from yeah. the bottom? Well, no. Let's let's go from the top down okay. to the bottom. So we highlighted a couple people. Uh, number one, I have Pat Mahomes, as I'm assuming most, if not everyone, will. The my only hold up on Pat is if he's without Kareem and without Tyreek. You know, he's he, still a very he's without Kareem all last year. What do you mean? He's still well. No, he had him for twelve weeks or something. Oh, yeah. No, he didn't. He had him for five weeks last year. Really? Greenland did not play most was, of the season. I thought it was later in the season. I don't know. Well, whatever. It, 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 it doesn't matter. Anyways, it's, it's mostly about He's Tyreek. still... Yeah. Uh, Pat's still super talented. He still has Kelsey. Um, but, you know, defenses may key different now that they don't have so many weapons. So we'll see how that affects him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't think anyone else below him has... I, I feel like everyone has just as good a weapons. I mean, some, some teams might have a little bit better, but... I just think Pat Mahomes is clearly the most talented. And he's still, he doesn't have a lot of running. Like He's not going to put his neck out there, but he's going to run a little bit. Um, but basically what I wanted to talk about him with uh, was that I wanted to speak on Pat Mahomes and see where you guys would take him in like a draft because he's going to be the number one player off of, number one QB off of almost every board. But it's just how high are you willing to take the person that you think can you know, put up a 40, 45, 50 touchdown season. So, I'm, I was big on Pat Mahomes. I wanted to take him last year, and he got snatched, and I was so disappointed. Um, I'm also notoriously bad at drafting in terms of fantasy. So, I mean, I'd probably take him in, like, fourth, fifth round because that's just kind of what I do when it comes to quarterbacks. Okay. I just think that he, he's not going to be there. Really? Point. No. I'm, well, I mean, people were taking Aaron Rodgers in the second, third round next year. Or last year, sorry. And I feel like Pat Mahomes is going to go. I, I feel like people, a lot of people are going to, like, you're going to see those tiered rankings lists. Yeah. And a lot of people used to, like, have Rob Gronkowski in his own tier, and then it would be the next tier of tight ends or whatever. I feel like people are going to do that with Pat Mahomes this year. I mean, I don't, I think Pat Mahomes is going to have to regress just a little bit because, I mean, he's not going to have, you're right, he's not going to have all the weapons that he had last year. And, the Tyreek Hill one is important because, I mean, Tyreek Hill was the bailout of all bailouts. You can just kind of throw it as far as you can, and Tyreek Hill will go get it. Yeah. So, like, without that, he's going to he's gonna probably struggle a little bit. And I think, as a whole, the quarterbacks probably aren't going to go as high as we think because – so, like, the way I look at the rankings, it's like a lot of them, the one to – the probably one through probably six are fairly close together. And I don't think that – People are going to be really too pressed because if you can get one of them, you can probably get all like one of the other six. So I, like, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you. I, I think it goes further than six. To be honest with you, I think it goes probably like a eleven or twelve deep. But um, I you know as as far as that goes, I just in our league is a little bit different. But I mean, I'm, you're talking. If you're taking him in the with the first pick of the fourth round, forty-two people have already been drafted. I just feel like I just feel like at that point someone's going to take a quarterback and like in your home league or whatever. If you're talking to your uncle about fantasy football, he's going to be like, "Yeah, man, fifth pick of the first round. I got Pat Mahomes. Can't believe it. Like, yeah. I love to see it." So I, I, I feel like that's going to happen this year. So. I just I know how we like to hoard running backs. I, yeah. I could definitely see forty two players going before Mahomes because it'll be thirty running backs in twelve. It's receivers. possible. Yeah, I think he'll possible. go on the. I think he'll go in the third round for I us. I think so, too. Um, well, how high would you take him? How high would I take Pat? Fifth. <laughs> fifth round? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like I'm, you said fifth I'm, pick. I'm yeah. I, D- depending yeah. on who's there, I could see fourth round, maybe. I would but. try my hardest to, either, to get two wide receivers, two running backs, or three, three running backs and a receiver before I looked at a quarterback, so... Yeah, I, I don't even care about that. I, I don't, I don't want to take one of these quarterbacks if I don't have to, unless I think that the value is insane. I mean, I want to take a quarterback in the eighth or ninth round. So, I, I see. I'm okay with it if I pick up. Fuck. I mean, I mean you, the, the the fifth round. That's an undeniable value, even in our league. I mean, Pat Mahomes. I mean, the ability that like that fifty touchdown ceiling. Yeah. In the fifth round, that's a good pick. Yeah. I just don't think he's gonna. That's where I'd take him. Yeah, if he, I wouldn't. He's gonna. If he's sitting in there in the third, I'm not. I don't think I take him. No, so. no. But okay, I don't put it past Jason to go out and get oh, him or something. Yeah. So all right, cool. 
All right, so then um, the next uh, little group I want to talk about was two quarterbacks that are aging significantly or kind of falling off, and one very young quarterback that has been vaulted high into the top ten because of his offensive potential. So the two older quarterbacks are Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Uh, I have Drew Brees at seven. Uh, just to fill in, I have Rodgers second, Deshaun Watson three, Andrew Luck four, Russell Wilson five, and Matt Ryan six. Remember, guys, he was the number two quarterback in fantasy last year. Don't forget that. He was MVP of the year before. Still Shut up. Really <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, so I have Drew Brees seven, uh, ba- Baker Mayfield eight, and then Tom Brady nine. Uh, I-, I said before this podcast started uh, that oh, – Round out it. Oh, 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 and then I've been Roethlisberger at 10. Um, uh, I said before this podcast, I don't take people with projected workloads over Hall of Famers. Uh, I switched this up a little bit. I just think that Brady's handed the ball a lot recently, and no Gronkowski. No real dominant receiver other than Julian Edelman, and hopefully Nikhil Harry if he can uh, be great. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, still, I still like Drew Brees with Mike Thomas and the weapons there. I have Baker at 8. Um, he's coming up. People have them high as five, four, three, however high you can imagine a quarterback going. But uh, so I, I just want to talk about those guys. What do you guys think about Breeze and Brady falling off this little bit, a uh, little bit this year, and uh, Baker coming up? I've never had much faith in Brady. Uh, you know, he has had his moss season and whatnot, but they are so game flow dependent. Of hey, we're going to just hand the ball fifty times, or hey, we're going to throw seventy screens this game, or whatever it is, and I, I just. Brady's not my guy. I don't like that week to week. He's a great quarterback, but fantasy-wise, he can just go out there and score two points, and they win by 50. So, you know, so just, counter to that, he throws 4,000 yards every year. He throws damn near 4,500 yards every year. I think uh, he's almost a lock to be a top-10 quarterback this year because they have they actually gotten a little bit better receiver. They got Nikhil Harry at receiver, and, of course, Julian Edelman is now two years removed from his steroid suspension. So I think he's he's I mean he's still obviously great he's doing things and Tom until Tom Brady looks bad I'm not gonna say Tom Brady's bad I mean he might he's he took a step back last year I'll give him that but he's still Tom Brady and and right when it comes to regular season there's I can't think of any quarterback that I would want under center more than Tom Brady so I'm gonna take take the same way in fantasy he can I think if he really wants to he can get as many yards as he wants in any game so might as well um. The Drew Brees thing at seven, I'm concerned about Drew Brees. I think uh, a great season for Drew Brees is almost equally as likely as uh, the Peyton Manning 2016 season where he went nine touchdowns, 17 interceptions. It uh, When quarterbacks fall off, they fall off really hard. And Drew Brees toward the end of last season fell off real bad. And that, I, that could continue. It very well could continue into this year. His arm was definitely concerning by the end of the season. Uh, he still has good weapons, and he has a good coach. Um, so they just, yeah, they don't have to throw it down the field that <clears> anymore. I'm yeah, still, I don't know. with rest and maybe a revamped system a little bit, maybe he comes back and is able to just more consistently keep it closer to the line of scrimmage. But I would be hesitant. I think uh, Baker Mayfield also might be a much bigger wild card than anyone else, than anyone like really thinks. I think uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not necessarily sold on the Cleveland Browns. I know there are a lot of people who are just like. Pencil them in as a playoff team. They're going to win the AFC North. Um, they're still the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, Cleveland is still Cleveland. And Cleveland does Cleveland things when when the opportunity arises a lot of the time. So, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Because they didn't play a single meaningful game last season. Because they lost their first three. Or they tied their first one and then lost their uh, next two. So, we'll see what happens. But I, I'm not sold on it. Yeah, my, my Baker take is if he if you tell me at the end of the year he's fantasy quarterback number three, I'm not surprised. If at the end of the year you tell me he's fantasy quarterback number 18, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, he's the most variable of anyone on this list. He has the highest ceiling and not the lowest floor, but a low floor. I just think that he's unrefined in a lot of points of his games. Uh, you know, I mean, he's, you know, uh, Odell's a great receiver, and it's not going to take a whole lot to build rapport between those guys, but – I don't know. I mean, you know, and anything can happen. I mean, I feel like these people try to push quarterbacks like this, like Ryan Tannehill, when he had his <laughs> like insane top ten season. People were like, "Oh, he was top ten last year. His offense is better this year." 
I, I, I'm, you know, Baker's has a better draft pedigree than that, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to take him. I mean, I, even having him ahead of Tom Brady kind of makes me feel bad, but. Well, I think Baker will have a better season than Tom Brady fantasy wise. I, 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 I mean, I, I, I have him ranked higher, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't feel good about it. I, if Baker ends up at 18, I think it's because of the offensive line. I don't know how much of it is Baker. I think that's the weakest part of our, of the Browns offense right now is we have, I think three question marks on the offensive line now, left tackle, Right tackle, right guard. Jesus. Well, you having three question marks on the offensive line is a real big issue. There's well, only five often, people. <laughs> we had one of the best offensive lines by the end of the season, but yeah, that Zeitler's gone. Zeitler's gone, and we try to fill him in with Austin Corbett, who I just from camp apparently he hasn't looked up to snuff yet. And then we got we cut our starting left tackle, who had been swapping with I forget their names, but anyways, that's the weak part. But from a Baker standpoint, if the line holds up, which um, Kitchens was calling plays to make our line look good last year. They were bad the first half of the season. They were really good the second half of the season. Um, if he calls the plays to make the line good, our offensive weapons are, I mean, top five in the league easy. So that could make Baker a very high fantasy QB. Yeah. He was, he's an accurate quarterback. So. I was I would say top ten easy. I don't know about top five easy. Our weapons? Um, yeah, but um, I don't. I just think that as Baker goes into this new role, whatever, I think they're going to kind of pat Mahomes in a little bit in the way that I don't think he's going to be willing to run as much. I mean, there's the undeniable fact is that he's going to run more than Drew Brees and Tom Brady, sure. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like I, you know, he could throw for thirty or thirty-five touchdowns. I think thirteen to eighteen interceptions throwing that much is on mm. the table. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, he, and Boris, I, I, I think that Breeze and Brady are locked for under 10, if not yeah. five or under. He, he had, I mean, he's got a street, a, a Brett Favre streak to him of he'll, he'll just sling it. And he threw a lot of picks last year, but in whatever he played, 13 games, he threw 27 TDs. So, I, uh, so back to the weapons thing, I think, uh, y'all kind of have some of the more overrated players in the NFL, especially Landry and Joko. Um, yes. Like Yes, we're gonna we're gonna talk about slot receiver extraordinaire uh, Jarvis Landry. He could put on the outside if he wanted to. I, I, you're right. He probably could. However, they talk about him like he's a top five receiver, and I'm not seeing it. He's, oh, I don't think I don't think that. But I think people people talk about him like he's a top five. Well, I think he's gonna have a better season this year because he was our number one last year. When really he should be like a two in the slot. He's gonna go back I, to the Dolphins' role. Exactly. Well, hold up. The Dolphins' role was the number one. He was the one. The, they threw the, the to number one. Yeah, but they had speed on the outside a, yeah. to offset everybody looking at Landry. Now we've got OBJ and Joku's improved both seasons. His no, he didn't. Those he guys sucked gonna, last year. Those guys are going to be do- going down the field, though. Landry's going to be doing the intermediate yeah. stuff. Which is well, that's why I think... I, and Joku was terrible last year. Let, I let me tell you, with that too. He was on my fantasy team. Let me tell you, he was awful. He was okay. I, he had, I he had many, he had many still, games of zero. Antonio Callaway's out there doing... Nothing. Play a sprint practice. <laughs> <laughs> doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. Getting a nice workout. And then we've got... Uh, Chubb, who was a top five running back after what week since week eight, I think, or whenever he yeah. started playing, yeah. and then Hunt's coming back halfway through the season. And poor Duke Johnson, I like Duke. Uh, I he's been underutilized the past few years, but that's because well, Hugh and Haley suck. Duke. Yeah, yeah, Duke Johnson's not going to be on. Uh, high take: Duke Johnson's not going to be on the Browns. That's the odd. Season. They they're not getting rid of him. I not only are they getting rid of like him, he's as he's demanding a trade as we speak. So I, f- I, feel would, like, I feel like like a team like the Patriots would like he would be perfect. For well, they're looking for okay, so he'd go be the Kevin Falk third down back that they turn into a fucking G like they always so do. Apparently, yeah. supposedly oh, the Browns yeah. want a fifth for him, and no one no one offered it. Would you guys give up a fifth? I would give up a fifth for Duke Johnson. For Duke yeah. Johnson, every, yeah. that's, so, I watched my team give up a third for Carlos Hyde last year. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you can just keep taking our running backs. They're not going to trade him at least until Hunt is back. There's no reason to get rid of him before that. Well, if well, he doesn't show up, there's there's more leverage. It, oh, he, it, he said he's not like, going to sit out. Uh, he said it didn't mean anything. Yon said he wasn't going to sit out, and here he is not at minicamp. Uh, we'll see. Shut up. <laughs> All right, so that was that. You guys take oh, it. Wait, I, you I got this kind one. Of... Yeah, I got this one. Okay, okay. so 
Another uh, what I found should, was should I, should I list my people up no, until this point? I, I, they don't okay. really care. Don't the, care. the only two things, the last two things I wanted to look at was where you had uh, the rookie quarterbacks, and you have Kyler Murray at seventeen, just behind Josh Allen and above Kirk Cousins, and you have Dwayne Haskins at number twenty-seven, <laughs> below Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, and Sam Darnold, and just above one Nick Foles, and a bunch of terrible quarterbacks. So again, this, this is what you say. I, Explain yourself. I, yes, but hold up. I got to give my first part. Uh, okay. Again, y'all heard me on this podcast say that Kyler Murray is going to be mediocre this year. But I need an explanation. Why is Dwayne Haskins behind Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, and Sam Darnold? Because I don't understand it. Well, just to tell Kyler for a second, he can be mediocre and still finish in that spot. Oh, fair I, enough. I, I think he's, if, I just if he's think running he's, a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like he's going to run a lot and he's... You know, he can throw some bombs to Christian Kirk. He can complete some passes over the middle to Fitzgerald and Isabella and David Johnson. He can run, he can run wheel routes also. So, I didn't think I, I think Kyle's had a pretty decent ceiling. I I could see me taking two of these quarterbacks in my middle range, like Philip Rivers and Kyle Murray, and pairing them together. Yeah. But uh, so my Dwayne Haskins take also. I don't have Daniel Jones or Drew Locke in my top thirty. They'd probably be just outside somewhere in the 30, 35 range. But Daniel uh, Jones, week one starter. I. I love Dwayne Haskins, you know, Bucks Apparently forever, Bucks forever. <laughs> but I, I think he has a lot of footwork questions coming into this season. Footwork? He's, he was throwing off his back foot some. He, he's a, like, a, a lot. Footwork? Like, so he, his, his footwork is questionable. We'll see how he, how he adapts in Washington. I don't think their line's great. Um, I also don't think that he's going to run a lot. He was pretty uh, statuesque over at OSU. And I just don't think that his weapons are that great. Yes, he has teammate Terry McLaurin. If they have Jordan Reed healthy, he'll be good. Uh, they have some good ball catchers out of the backfield, Darius Geis and Chris Thompson. But I just think that those are subpar weapons, and I just don't really want a rookie quarterback on my team. I mean, I I know Derek Carr, even though he's going to be bad, is going to throw for 4,000 yards and 20 touchdowns and probably 15 interceptions or whatever. Um, you know, Andy, as bad as he's been in as much as I hate him, <laughs> three or four years ago before he broke his pinky was having a great season. Three or four years ago before he broke his pinky. There's so much stuff has happened since then. Yeah, I, I, I think Sam Darnold can really take a step up this year with the new weapons that they have. They've spent a lot of money on their O-line. So I, I believe in his ascension. And then I have like people like Lamar Jackson and Stafford right ahead of him. So... I mean, I, I understand having Haskins higher in your rankings. That's fine. I just I don't want to take a, a chance of a rookie quarterback that I think has bad weapons and a not great situation. Plus, they have Jake Gruden still, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was the best quarterback in college football. Just, to just, just look at our rankings. How high would you have Haskins? You said I would like 20? Have, again, I would have Haskins at or 19. I would have Haskins at 19. Yeah. You have, I would have over him. Jameis Winston? Yes, over Jameis Winston. Hell yeah, over Jameis Winston. Okay, I would have Stafford a lot higher. Um, but other than that, I mean, look, look, just looking at these quarterbacks, I'd have him approximately 17. I mean, you I, got Josh Allen at 16. I would bump Garoppolo down. I, Josh Allen was a good fantasy quarterback at the end. But hey. Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, Mitch Trubisky, well, I don't uh, – well. Jameis put up some great games last year. He put great up games. He, he also he didn't play. Why is going to put up good and terrible games? I exactly. think Kyler will also probably. I The idea of Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, and Andy Dalton all being better than Dwayne Haskins this year is just kind of absurd <laughs> to me. But, you know, hey – we could just use this podcast to spread misinformation to the other like eight people in this league that listen. So. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm Eli. Just, some some things that I'm looking at that I know you guys don't dive into fantasy football Twitter like I have, but yeah. I have seen people have Josh Allen as high as seven. Look, people think of Josh Allen as one of the best rushing running quarterbacks in the league, so I can I can see that. However, Josh Allen cannot throw I accurately I to anybody. I I think his ceiling is high. If you told me at the end of the year Josh Allen was QB 8 or QB 9, would you be surprised? Nah. If, nah. if, if we told you that literally Josh Allen was so bad that he got benched no, in like game 5, would you be surprised? <laughs> no. So, like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's where, like, I'm trying to factor in some risk. I mean, yeah, sure, I probably have Kyler a little bit too high. I mean, taking him over Kirk Cousins is kind of 
risk. That's, that, that, that's that's not a bet in that's not a bet in safety. That's a bet in risk. It's like at this point, and that's why Kyler could keep going even higher in my ranking. Is that I don't if my quarterback sucks in week one, I don't care. I'll cut yeah. him and pick someone else up. Right. Like, not all of these quarterbacks are going to get taken. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone's going to take Dwayne Haskins, but like Derek <laughs> Carr will be on the waiver wire. Yeah. Sam Darnold will be on the waiver wire. Yeah. Like and Dak. Carter. Maybe maybe Matt Stafford, maybe Mr. Trubisky. Like these guys would be on the fucking waiver wire in our league. Uh, I can pick any of them up. Putting Andy when you talk about him being good four years ago, Carr was an MVP candidate three years ago. Yeah, yeah and then I he's mean, been he's, terrible for the last. And he's got he's got a yeah. he's got better weapons now, so who knows? Okay, he um, also he had the he's a like check down artist. He had like a top two O line that year, and that's never yeah, and happen. that's not coming back either. Um, I have one more hot take that I like have thought Spit of it. in this time. Spit it. And it, it really pains me to say this because, again, you don't pay a guy $80 million <laughs> to be to how prove to it? a locker room. How However, how is Foles going? Nick Foles is, Nick Foles is probably going to be better than Kirk Cousins this year and better than all of these other cats. And I understand that the Jaguars wide receiver core is not necessarily proven. However... Didi Westbrook is a former Bolitnikov winner and a third third for Heisman. This tight end... Didi's in my top 40. This, uh, he better be in the top 40. He's the only good receiver in the... Co- oh, no, he's not. There's a... There's there's a, a there's dude, a, I'm telling okay, you, that I'm, receiver looks good. Listen, 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 listen. I understand... I don't like Nick Foles. I want to make this very clear. I think uh, the Jaguars are going to be bad. However, Nick Foles... I cannot deny that he is somewhat good at... Quarterback, kind of, and um, the Jaguars' receiving core of D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, and D.J. Chark is vastly underrated. I personally think they're going to end up being probably a top fifteen unit this year, as in terms of three wide receivers on any given team. Because I think, I think Keelan Cole is horrible. That's fine. I think, think I, that, I, I think he literally should be on a, shouldn't be on that <laughs> NFL roster. D.J. Chark and D.D. Westbrook are. I don't even know who really the good. second person is. So. DJ Chark? You know who DJ Chark is? No. DJ Chark ran a 4 2 9 4. I think I heard his. That's fine. He went to LSU. He's a beast. Okay. Well, he returned to punts that, for LSU. Wow. He, has, he hasn't played in the NFL yet, has he? Yeah, he played last year. Okay. He well, couldn't do anything because, you know, Blake and well, then yeah. Cody all, Kessler. Who, all of this is, again, this is projection. This yes. is, I mean, I'm, if, I'm if, projecting if, Nick Foles over Kirk Cousins. If you year. told me Nick Foles is the. 14 quarterback this year. I'm like, cool, fine. Okay. But you have him at 28. Yes, that's why. These Behind are, this is not This is not a projected order of finish. This is in which order I would pick these players. So. Is not is that not the same thing? I feel like that's the same thing. No. If, if I was projecting order of finish, these dudes that are consistently fine but not good, like Andy Dalton and Matthew Stafford would be like a little bit higher. And these people like Kyler Murray, I'd probably put Baker a little bit lower, just ask a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, it's just like it all goes when with quarterbacks in fantasy when you're in one quarterback lead league, I feel like it's all about upside pretty much. So just take the guy that you think that has the most upside. If Baker goes be number four in our draft, sure, that's fine. I mean, his ceiling could be that good. I just think that you're taking him as such a high draft capital that you have no floor to bounce back on, so I'd rather I'd rather spend that on Kyler Murray, who I think could be a top ten quarterback at the end of the year, and I could get him wow. five rounds later. Wow, Kyler Murray, a top ten quarterback this year. Book it. Throwing to who? Kyler Murray, top ten. Book it. Oh my god. <laughs> Christian Kirk coming off the torn ACL. I have Christian Kirk in mind. He's like thirty five wide receiver for me. Uh, he's coming off the torn ACL. Fitzgerald's top fifty. Isabella will be good. Mm. David John, David Johnson, David Johnson, receiving core right David there. David Johnson hits a hell of passes this year. I'm on the train, Cardinals. <laughs> any, any other thoughts on these QBs here? No, like I said, Daniel Jones, week one starter. So that's what I'm say. Put, put, him, put, put him at thirty instead of Eli. Yeah, the Giants are going to be bad, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, that's quarterbacks. They don't matter in a, in a one quarterback fantasy that, league. That's so. very true. <sighs> All right, we're going to close out here. Uh, we're getting hungry. We've been drinking. Uh, we're going to go with hot takes, closing thoughts. DB, what you got? All right, so my boy, at Frank the Tank on Twitter, shout out Frankie D. He <laughs> retweeted a question, and it actually has like really 
piqued my interest here. So the question is from Cincy Pro at Cincy Problems. If you had five championships to divide across your favorite sports teams for the rest of your life, how would you split? Ooh. So here's the issue. I actually don't have a favorite NBA team. Uh, my favorite team just is whoever my favorite player is on, and so it happens to be the Warriors for now. But again, I used to be a Knicks and a Nuggets fan, and before that, I was. Who'd you like more? Who did I like? Oh, more? I'm sorry, KD. Oh, you only like KD with Melo retiring? No, I, I like Steph, light skinned Jesus. Don't disrespect. Uh-huh. Um, so Steph or Melo? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I see. I was I was such a Melo fan for so long that like I couldn't I could never I could never talk about. <laughs> I've patterned what little basketball I ever played off of Melo. Anyways, so five championships. I need at least two Jaguar Super Bowls. I really wish they had Bortles for them, but hey, whatever. Um, you give me another North Carolina title, I would be real happy with that. Wasted. Uh, you know what? But I'd love another North Carolina <laughs> title. Just, just to have it. Just because I know Duke no, not going to How do you not trade one UNC title for like a, di- a Jaguars dynasty? Two Jaguars Super Bowls is plenty. Because then they start getting into three, and then we got to start worrying about uh, them becoming just like a real good team. Blake, and then like people actually starting to care about them. Blake Bortles and Tom Brady mentioned in the same breath. Good Lord, that would be fantastic. You know what? I changed my mind. I want five Jaguars Super Bowls. I want them <laughs> over six seasons. I want them to lose one. I want them to go to six straight Super Bowls and win five of them. I don't even care what order. That's exactly what I want. That's, I mean, that's fine, but like the only other team that you root for that's bad is the Reds. That's fine, and I don't care about well, the Reds. But, 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 but that's what I'm saying is like the Buckeyes are going to be great no matter what. The Tarios are going to be great no matter what. The Man Warriors City, are good. Man, 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 Man City, City like all these other teams are good. I don't root for shitty teams. I'm sorry. I, except look, for the Jaguars. Except for the, the Jaguars. I, I, the Jaguars are so shitty that it makes up for all of the other shittiness that I would have to experience with other teams. I couldn't imagine being a Cleveland fan. <laughs> you don't understand how happy I was that, that the first good Jag season that I didn't live with you because the entire time. Yo, I was the entire, the entire time I lived with you, we shit on the Jags so bad. <laughs> I just, I, I'll, never, I'll never forget sitting there watching that game with you and Frank on Thursday night. Jags oh my Titans. god. Y'all went down 28-0 in the first half. <laughs> we were just playing air horns the entire <laughs> time. That was the I low point. No, no, no. The part that hurt me the most was Frank played me and Fancy and played Blake Bortles against me and he ended up with 350 yards and three touchdowns in the second half. Straight garbage time. Garbage time. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Man, the Jags fans, pretty unbearable for a year. The Browns fans are going to be off the chain. <laughs> Oh, and like I've tried to be I, good, but just prepare I, yourself for whatever. Whatever the opposite of you, like can't wait when for Zach you. <laughs> Zach's gonna crawl out of the woodwork. Maybe he'll know two Browns players this year. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Zach. I'm a I'm a big big Browns fan. Jamaica. Don't want to watch the injury. Jamal Adams. He's a great <laughs> running back for the Browns. Wow, Jamal Lewis. I think that's the yeah him reference. too. Yeah. <laughs> I meant it. Maybe I'll edit for the first time in a number of episodes. <laughs> Getting drinks. Um, anyways, thanks for having my back, sort of, Zach. Um, five championships. Yeah, so where do you put your other three? Two. No, I know. I'm giving all five. Oh, you're, you're committing to that? I'm giving all five to the Jags. You know what? I'll give four to the Jags and one to the Reds. Because <laughs> I kind of want to see the Reds. I, I just kind of want to be here when the Reds have a you guys think that one. You guys think since he's a baseball town or a football town? It's a football town, 100%. It's a not a sports town. Sports yeah. teams are bad. Maybe. You got your sports teams are bad, but when the Bengals are good, people go to games. No one goes to. Red oh, teams. I love it. Reds yeah. play too many god. Reds play like fucking day games during the week for some strange reason all the goddamn time. They're like the only team I've ever seen do that. What do you got with your five, AJ? So Ohio State football is not in consideration for my list because I think that they're going to do it anyways. I would like to see an Ohio State basketball championship in my lifetime, but not enough to split my five championships among. I would do two Bengals Super Bowls, uh, one sometime soon, so I could drink a lot and then remember it again the next day, and then one when I'm like older, I guess. Uh, I would do one Pacers championship, doesn't have to be anytime soon, but whatever. Um, I would do one Reds championship for sure because the entire my entire life I've been talking to my dad. He keeps telling me about all the great Reds years, and the Reds have been. Completely trash, basically, <laughs> since I've been born. 
Then my last one would be an Everton title because that would be epic. that would be something. That would be a epic. fucking Everton I would, title. I, 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 I would be the most. That's that's the scenario where I'd be the most insufferable. Yeah, because it'd be such a large. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah, because we'd not have to. We'd have to deal with City not being in first place or yeah. not even competing for a title that yeah. Everton got instead. It, it, it would be full Leicester City action. Oh my god, that was like, the worst year. <laughs> like that's the thing is like the, if the Reds win, like I know like a lot of my friends are Reds fans. It's cool. We can vibe. Bengals not as much, but like I have friends that root for the Bengals, but yeah. like. I am alone on this Everton island, and like if they can fucking win a championship in the EPL, that'd be amazing. Um, my soccer team. Well, I guess I got the crew. I would actually say I would be tempted to put one for the U.S. men's national team. Mm. Would be a gold. So medal. a gold cup? Or are we talking no, about FIFA? World Cup. World Cup. A World Cup for the U.S. men's that's national that's team. A gold medal in the World Cup. That's what you're going with. Okay. I, I might. That's, that's I mean, that's, I, that's, that might be a hot take. That's I'm thinking uh, three men's, one U.S. men's. If that happens, that'd be the most epic thing of all time. Because, like... An Indians one, man. After blowing that 3-1 lead... We didn't blow a 3-1 lead. We they didn't blow a 3-1 lead. We shouldn't have been there. I, I don't... They I, had a 3-1 lead. And no, 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 you're right. You, and more runs than the other team in the fifth game. And then found a way to lose. <laughs> I don't buy them. They, they gave them a 3-1 lead, but... I they should have lost to the Red Sox. We were missing our second and third pitchers and our best batter for the whole postseason, and then we lost our third, we lost second and third pitcher and our fourth for a little bit. Um, so I don't think they should have beat the Red Sox. They shouldn't have been up three and one on the Cubs. I wish they would have beat them. I don't feel bad about that season. Okay, so so yeah, so, so you consider that a success? You saw the Indians. You have three Browns, no more Cavs. You had the one, and that's good. Yeah. And I think, and maybe it's the Cavs one that makes me a little grateful. The Indians, I really just want to see one for them. Um, I would be happy with it. Like, I don't need to. I need. I don't need two and say, "Hey, the Indians were good for two years instead of one." I see the one year. Shout out racist team mascots. <laughs> they had the first Native American player. They named you know what? I'm not. I, you know, <laughs> I actually don't even agree with that. They they took Chief Wahoo off everything, and I I kind of disagree with it. But at the same time, I mean. I, I like I like yeah I like the chief logo I don't know but white people love to complain about shit like that so <laughs> I, I am glad that you picked the U S uh, men's national team instead of the Cavs though just because I mean I I, I I wouldn't even think about that just because I feel like that's a universal USA thing it's not personal to me but like it would be really fucking sweet for sure I I was in Italy for the last World Cup and. When Italy went out, they started cheering for the U.S. Um, but wait, just, the last World Cup, U.S. was not in it. Well, that was last year. Sorry, 2014. Uh. Um, anyways, but just I think just watching the games with other countries kind of made me a little more invested with soccer on that scale. And watching the U.S. win it would be. Awesome, but also kind of hilarious because oh, of our sure. reputation yeah, for soccer. Yeah. So <laughs> we got waxed this weekend. I thought we scored thirteen goals. No, that was the female team. Oh, you're right. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, they they, yeah, they, 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 they dropped just, thirteen today. Yeah, I mean yeah. they played Thailand. <laughs> what do you guys expect? Alex thirteen is not a to lot drop five. Thailand qualified <laughs> for the World Cup. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it was. They, they played a friendly this Sunday. I can't remember. Alex Morgan's against, got a lot of talent. Man, Alex Morgan's got a lot of something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they played this Sunday in the Nippert, I believe. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, they yeah. were putting yeah. grass national friendly, and and they went down three zero in like forty five minutes. So yeah, they're terrible. It wasn't even that. I think it was like twenty minutes or something. It was bad. They their coach they have really terrible. I think. Yeah, their really? coach is god awful. It's unfortunate yeah. for them. Somehow playing worse than FC Cincinnati. Who'd have thought? Nah, hate to see it. <laughs> Man, Cincinnati uh, teams can't be great. That's why I don't root for any of them except the Reds. DB, you got any uh, any clothing, closing words for us? Any wisdom? I got nothing today. Oh, oh wait! Damn. Don't ever argue with servers on Twitter. That's what I'm gonna tell you, because server Twitter what's, is what's a type of server. Like people who work oh, in like restaurants waitress. and bartenders, server Twitter is a terrible place, and they're so so annoying. So it, it, even better than people that think they're doctors Twitter. Man, yo, <laughs> if man, 
I'm gonna get DB riled up. Right Knicks Twitter. Hey yo, let me tell you, there are so many Knicks fans that's been disrespecting my Warriors because of, they thought that they was gonna get KD, and I'm sick of their shit. They are the worst Twitter doctors ever. They thought that they just they thought they they, <laughs> they think they know everything and they don't know shit. That's what I got. Wow. So JD. Um, I have I have Matt Ryan number six as my fan for my fantasy QB list this year. That's my hot take. Come at me. He's a beast. <laughs> That's it. Uh, He's ahead of Drew Brees, Baker the Goat, Tom Brady, Toothless Burger, Philip Rivers, Cam Newton. Come at me. Um, my hot take is the Browns will have three top five fantasy positions this year. Three? There's only six positions. Chubb, Baker, Odell. Whew. All the top five? No, I, uh, sorry. In, in, in respective positions. Position. Yes. Yeah. There's a, hey, you wanted a hot take? I got a scorching one for you. No, that's just a, that's that's a that's a fan hot take. Go Jags. <laughs> Adios, folks. We're out. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's a hundred percent free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.